Five years ago, we interviewed people from all over the world for our 50th anniversary of ITB Berlin. The last five years have been incredibly exciting and challenging for the entire tourism industry. That's why on the occasion of our 50th fifth anniversary, we conducted interviews with the representatives of the time to find out how they have fared in the last five years since our last visit, how the pandemic has affected their work and how they have dealt with it. Listen for yourself. Welcome to the ITB Travel Hero podcast, Sana. Five years ago, Juni Bakken was part of our big ITB Berlin 50th anniversary campaign and received an ITB Buddy Bear from our ITB ambassador. And today we would like to look back on the five years together that uh, have happened in between then and now. And we are very interested in what has happened in this time, what has changed and uh, yeah, how you are coping, especially in times of the current pandemic. Um, but before we start, it would be very great if you could briefly introduce yourself and your company. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. So my name is Sana and I work as a COO at Unibaken. And that is a children's cultural house located in Stockholm in Sweden. And we work mainly with the works of Astrid Lindgren. But one of her deepest wishes when we started in 1996 was that there should also be a lot of other authors and illustrators in the building. So we work with um, theater and exhibitions and interactive playgrounds for kids about zero to six-year-old uh, and their adults. So uh, we opened in 1996. So that means we celebrated the 25th uh, anniversary last year. Wow, that sounds so great. Um, back in 2016, when we had the first interview, the plans of Juni Bakken included uh, to expand and get bigger, as well as inspiring children to read more, because there was something you saw in the in the use that um, children are not reading as much as they used to. How are these plans coming along? Yeah, I'm, I'm happy to say that we have expanded. In fact, we got a, a bigger room for exhibitions and we also have made a bigger like arrangement for offices and, and also the workspace for the scenographers. So that's really, I'm so glad that we actually had this, this base to start with when we went into the pandemic, because of course we can't talk about these last five years without mentioning that <laughs> the last two years has been quite a journey. But um, I'm, I'm happy to um, say we are, have gotten bigger since last time. And, and one thing that really was important for us was to, to expand just in, in physical, physical capacity because the building was quite small. So now we also have one more space for making these kind of interactive playgrounds where we can uh, develop And, and create these worlds from books. So what we do is we, we take uh, an authorship or a character and we make that world three-dimensional. And that is one of the things we think is possible to make like a an, an different way of, of finding the way into the books. Because these days there are a lot of things uh, taking 
children's time. I mean, we have the screens, of course, and, and all the activities aside from school. So, of course, reading and the, the, the culture and, and the being able to explore things together with the, either the family or with friends, we think that is really important. And, and our idea is that there can be a lot of different ways to the world of books. Yes, I can totally relate to that. And I really like the idea of making it three-dimensional and to, to make it more um, yeah, touchable and, and feasible for the, for the people, not just uh, having these imaginations about what they read, but also like being able to touch things, being able to see things, being able to smell and yeah. Yeah, exactly. With, people, with all the senses. Them. Yeah, that's right. And and I believe as well for, for this this crowd, like the, the smallest children, of course you, you can't build a place where you're supposed to go walk around with the hands on your back. So everything is made for exploring um to be Also, also not just visiting the worlds of the characters, but also experience what the characters are experiencing. So that is something we work a lot with. Yeah, I can imagine. And I, it must be a very nice uh, thing to see all the, the smiles in the kids' eyes and <laughs> in their faces when yes, they definitely. walk around. <laughs> the best. Always when we open a new exhibition, it, we, we can be quite um, pleased what, what, with what we have built. But of course, you don't know until you let in the kids, like how, mm -hmm. how are they playing? And we, the, the happier we get, like when, when we can actually see that the kids perhaps aren't playing as we adults thought they would be. That is always the most intriguing moment, I think. I can imagine, yeah. Um so you mentioned uh, the pandemic already uh, in the last two years um, that has hit the whole world and the tourism industry in particular. Um, what new ideas did this bring to you and how are you prepared for the future? Well, I guess it was, it was tough. We had to shut down for a period and, and we have um, been laying under restrictions, which has made it um, hard for us to, to be able to open up for that, that many people that would like to visit us. And um, I guess it, it has made um, us, um, it, it was, I mean, it was a big hit and you had to be quite flexible to adjust quite and adapt quite quickly. So um, I would say the, the main, main concerns have of course been like the money and the organization has been quite small due to the pandemic, but we have also been, working a lot with like the adjustments what how can we make um how can we turn this to to something positive in in, in any way and for us it was really important because uh, since since our target group is is young children that has of course also been worried about this pandemic perhaps worried about a Uh, some someone close by to them that are falling sick or just about seeing the news and not being able to fully comprehend what, what is going on. So one of the first things we did was actually to invite um, the kids' soft toys to Unibaken. So when we shut down, we said, post your soft toys to us and we will promise they will have the time of their lives. And then <laughs> we did this quite like small video footages of, of these soft toys that just 
came swooping in and actually we, we got a lot of soft toys from from germany as well which was <laughs> quite awesome so so i i guess in in difficult times you also open up for a different creativity perhaps you try things you shouldn't have had the time or the courage to do otherwise um and uh, in, in in the bigger picture we also had a quite um we had to start up like the digitalization of Unibuck and, and speed that one up so you can pre-purchase tickets and make it easier to access the museum. So so in, in big and small, it has been, of course, um, a lot of troubling things, but we have also done a lot of things that has been full of creativity and playfulness. And, and it has been very important for us to always have the children's perspective during this time how can we help adults and kids staying home not being able to um, see or explore culture how can we move into their houses and make make a connection between people that is very important i think especially during the times of the lockdown i remembered when i have a, a little boy who is now five and a half years old but at that time in the first lockdown he was just four and it was so difficult to find new ideas every single day to entertain him because we were locked up basically for eight weeks and uh, yeah we tried to make the best of it but I really loved all these online um, things that just popped up out of the, out of nowhere basically and yeah. it was great it's seeing that everyone that. came together to to support each other and, that, and that's really nice to see as well it's been a tough period but of course you can also see these initiatives that has been really warm and, and kind-hearted. Yes, definitely. I really like that as well, to see how the society acted or reacted to this situation and that it brought people closer together, even though we were basically distancing. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Feeling. Um, so you talked about digitalization, um, of course. Um, another big focus topic in tourism is sustainability. Has the crisis affected your efforts or activities in that matter as well? Yes, I, 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 in big and small, of course. I, I think in, in, in this kind of crisis, you, you automatically pause down and, and many of our projects that was about to happen was paused. Um, and of course, you take a step back and, and look at what, what are we actually doing and how should we do this? And And sustainability has, of course, been a big part of that in um, in both in our exhibitions, but also in in just basic things like um, the low stock on paper in the the book world. So so um, I mean it it has of course made us see what we are doing in a new way. And I think you Gordon, the island where Unibakan is located, is also working a lot with sustainability and and are looking now to to see how how the physical meetings uh, can come back without perhaps um, uh, working a lot with traffic and how we can meet each other in different ways so i think it has started a, a lot of um, important debates also in this sector how we can uh, meet across boundaries and and just being able to talk to each other like this from different places and it be has become more and more natural i think but of course we're also hoping that and 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 i also really believe this that the, the, the there is a need now for physical meetings and and it's also very funny to see now that we actually have opened up 
again and can be able to play theater for kids again. We have this theater show that is for about six months old to two year olds, and they have been they haven't experienced culture uh, during yeah. their life. So, so Unibakken is the first meeting with stage art, and the parents haven't been out with the kids either. So, so I mean, it's it's both to have the the longing for the physical meetings, but also how can we do that in sustainable ways and how how can we look at our processes when we do everything from exhibitions to stage shows to how we have our meetings in a in a proper and sustainable way. Yeah, I can imagine that is a tough thing to do, but also um, a great thing that it has changed in that direction. Um How is the situation right now? Um, how are there any, or is it different from before uh, the whole pandemic situation? Do you have more, for example, more um, national guests compared to before and less international guests or has that not changed? Well, well, the last, last years we have had, of course, um, mainly national guests and uh, usually it's about 45% of our visitors that are international guests so of course that that has been a huge impact for us and and of course from time to time during this pandemic we haven't even been able to let in like the national guests but but it has also been um, uh, interesting to look at i mean different um, countries have different um, knowledge about Swedish culture. So that has also been a um, big part of discussion in in Sweden, I think, about the, like the tourism and how to how to make people want to come back and explore these Nordic stories and, and children's culture. So of course everything has been on hold, but how do we start now? And I I guess that's the biggest cons concern that everyone is talking about. How to what is the new normal and how do we get there? And do we necessarily want it to be the same way as before? Or or is this also the time to um, to try something new? Yeah. Yeah. I think this whole crisis, because it has lasted so long, has started to people to, to start thinking about things, about how things were and also question the situation before if, all we did was right or if we should change in certain ways yeah exactly and and uh, once again like in, in big and in small and and perhaps initiatives that we hadn't got the time to try before because we were preoccupied with just the, the, the day of the day event so um so perhaps we also tried things that we will continue to do and and maybe we have also realized that some things that we did before wasn't perhaps the best way of doing things. So we have taught uh, taught ourselves a lot, but of course the hard way, but but it has <laughs> also been necessary in some ways, I think. Yes, I totally agree. Um, if you could um, summarize your learnings from the last five years in three words, which would that be? Uh, it's It's really difficult, but I would say... It has been a lot about being patient, I think, patient and flexible, but also resourceful and creative. Uh, I guess that's four words, but, but I mean, it, it has <laughs> been a balance between um, like a lot of waiting, but also, uh, 
also the, the time had stand still. I mean, like you said, being home with a like five year old <laughs> that you have to like keep busy eight hours a day make it, it forces you to be creative and resourceful with what you have. So a combination between this like patience and creativity, I think, has been two major things that we have worked with at Unibucken. And and also, what can you do with the, like, okay, no one can be able to see this. We don't have a lot of money, but what can we do? And and sometimes that can be quite an intriguing start point for a project. Mm -hmm. So so perhaps that's my way of describing the two outposts of this pandemic. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, definitely. I guess that uh, also it's the same for for people at home as well as for companies because we are all in the same boat and we are all facing the same challenges yeah yeah um yeah my last question uh for today um what would be your greatest wish for the future wow a lot of course there there has been a lot of projects that have been paused that we now can start up again and and it's a bit um it's it's some secrets that i can't talk about yet but <laughs> we have some some amazing projects to look forward to that we will be able to to show the, the world in in not that far of a time and of course to to welcome back the the, the tourists uh, i mean the, we have um We have missed showing like the the great uh, treasures of uh, Swedish children's literature for the world, and and uh, are looking forward to to create new amazing things for this audience. That sounds really wonderful, and I have a little uh, Emil of Lönneberger fan here at home. <laughs> <Interesting>. Yeah, <laughs> so uh, I would I would think that he would love coming to to your museum as well to explore yeah. everything in 3d and yeah, welcome <laughs> yes we will definitely uh put that into consideration because we also wanted to travel to scandinavia at some point with him um yeah so thank you very very much for taking your time today um, and to talk to us about the current situation and yeah about your uh current situation but the whole tourism industry in general yeah was very nice (laughs) thank you very much for your inspiring ideas as well um that hopefully reach other people now and make them um or feel make them left inspired to to change something as well yeah that's my hope yeah (laughs) (laughs) thank you very much thank you